Okay, let's start at verse 16. May He grant you, out of the rich treasury of His glory, to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man, by the Holy Spirit Himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. Okay, so there's a rich treasury of His glory. This rich treasury of God's glory will strengthen you and reinforce you with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. Alright? So the Holy Spirit is God. God has mighty strength. God is love. So His love dwells in you. His love is a rich treasury. It's a rich, glorious treasury. It strengthens you with mighty power in the inner man and He dwells in you. The love of God. Okay? May Christ, through your faith, actually dwell, settle down, abide, make His permanent home in your hearts. So this love comes to stay. The Spirit comes to stay in your hearts. He doesn't come and go and come and go and come and go like He did in the Old. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came upon someone and He stood up and said, The Word of the Lord has come to Jeremiah and He spoke and said, I say the Lord. Or the Word of the Lord came to Isaiah and He said, Speak to my people. I say the Lord. Or to Ezekiel. The Word of the Lord came and said, Carried me, the Spirit of the Lord came upon me and carried me away. Yeah. Ezekiel, a lot, of, a lot of times. And he would say, and he took me to a valley and it was full of dry bones. And behold, they were very dry. <laughs> and he said, can these bones live? Said, oh Lord, you know. And he said, prophesy. So the word of the Lord came, showed him things, mm-hmm. took him around, did something. But with us, the Spirit, who is God, who is love, comes settles down, actually dwells in your hearts permanently. Okay? May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. That you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience of that love. What is the breadth, length, height and depth of it? So the love of God is God. And we need to delve into that rich, glorious treasury, which is Him, which is His love, to experience more and more and more of Him. We have not even scraped the surface. Okay. That you may really come to know, practically through experience for yourselves, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto the fullness of God and may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God Himself. So God wants to empty us of us and fill us with Himself, with the richest measure with the fullness of himself with everything he has he wants us to experience the depth of what he has to give and forever we will experience more of that forever we will experience every day we will forever see something more and see something greater and experience something more of him okay now to him who by, in consequence of the action of His power, that is at work within us, is able to carry out His purpose and do superabundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes or dreams. To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Okay. So He is able by His power to do his purpose. So, what is His purpose? Second Corinthians 5 verse 14 says, We are moved, we are compelled by the love of Christ. Yeah. For if 
One died, then all died. And he died for all. Okay? So now we live for him. Okay? So the love of God moves us, it compels us. Now, having the experience of the love of God, when we experience him, it changes our thoughts, it changes our hearts, changes everything we think and want to do. So, he, he says, may he grant you this rich experience of his love, the rich treasures of the Spirit of God. May he come and dwell in you. May he manifest completely in you. May you know the length and breadth and depth and height of him who is love. The fullness of the revelation of God. Everything that he has. That you may experience practically for yourself, which is better than mere knowledge. Having that experience, that increasing experience of love, changes what I think, changes what I pray, changes what I want. So he fills me with his love. And then he says he is able to do his purpose in me. And he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far over and above that we then think or pray. So he moves us with his love. He fills us with himself, who is love. He completely gives us the full experience of him. Now, having overwhelmed us with his love, he, is, he floods our mind with thoughts of what is now possible, thoughts of what we now want and need when we experience his love. Yeah. Having had that, those thoughts, he can do exceedingly, abundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or pray. Yeah. So go for the love. If you experience Him, go for the person, Christ. If you experience Him and His love, your, the limits are taken off of your mind. Yeah. Then it's the mind of Christ thinking in you. And in the experience of His love in your heart, yeah. you will see things and you will think things that you never thought was possible. Yeah. You will dream things, you will want things, you will want to do things. His love compels you and moves you. So now his love with this rich treasury is moving you to do something that is completely impossible. Yeah. Yeah. He, his love in an individual creates the desire to change the whole world. Yeah. To speak to every human being on the face of this earth about this love of God. Uh, so let's do it. Yeah. So now I think, how am I going to do this? This desire that He's placed in my heart yeah. to prophesy and tell the secrets of the heart of people and do things that no one has ever done before. Yeah. You know, prophesy like no one has prophesied before. Yeah. Heal the sick like no one has healed the sick before. Yeah. You know, raise the dead, do impossible things. That's what the love of God causes you. You're inspired, you're excited. You see what is possible. You see who He is and how He does all these things. He is now in you and you can do it. Now I can see this is who I am. and This is what I want to do. I just want to go do it. Yeah. It's impossible. Okay. He gives you the experience of His love and He compels you with it. He is able to fulfill His purpose. By the action of His power that is at work within us, He is able to carry out His purpose, do superabundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or think. It's not in trying to conjure up a bigger vision than someone else. Then I look very spiritual. No. Have your heart wide open for His love. His love will soon enough move you to do something that other people cannot do. Yeah. So that you need Him to do exceedingly, abundantly, far over that you dared to think yeah. or pray or ask. Yeah. Okay. If I can just use a few examples. 
the best example I can think of now is Prophet Kubis Van Riesburg. When he started that ministry, Spirit Word Ministries, years ago, in the 80s, everyone disagreed with him. Yeah. Okay? Well, obviously there's a few people with him and so on. But when they pitched the tent, there's a lot of, there was a lot of opposition. Yeah. Even the government were against them. When they tried to open that school, the government tried to shut them down. Yeah. Everyone was against them. They openly persecuted them. But his heart was full of love. Yeah. Such a person, you cannot stop. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> because the love of God moved him in an impossible situation to think, to pray, to ask. Mm. You know, in a two-room prefab asbestos house where they lived there next to the tent. Thinking, we're going to build a TV station. <laughs> we're going to build a school. We're going to build a big building with a dome. And God is doing far over and above that he thought. Yeah. What moved him? The love of God. Wow. People try to get a vision for their life. Because we get inspired by people who have a vision for their life. Yeah. No, go for the love. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he has a vision for your life. So let him move you by his love. So he moved Heidi Baker from Long Beach, California to Pemba in Mozambique in the dust. And she has changed the world from a place where there was just poverty. She just changed the world. She's moved by love. She just walks, in, even in the middle of the night, just walking to villages just to find people who haven't heard yet. In the middle of the bush, in the middle of nowhere, not knowing their language doesn't even stop her, she just goes. She walks into a village and just say, bring me your deaf. <laughs> Open the ears and say, now let me tell you about the love of Jesus. And the whole village come to Christ. Yeah. Moved by love. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine the love of Christ never touched the heart. Mm. Imagine that. Then Mozambique wouldn't have had her. And she basically has a, an, a branch of the organization in any country that you can imagine in the world. Mm. They're in England, they're in America, they're in say 20, 30 African countries, they're in India, they're in China, they're everywhere. Yeah, South Africa, they, they're everywhere. Irish ministries, they're truly global, they are everywhere. <laughs> One lady whose heart was touched by the love of Christ. She was moved by love. That's a vision, to reach everyone. <laughs> and you can go through people who've, who've made a change in the world their hearts were touched by God they experienced His love they experienced something of God and they just wanted to go out and share it with as many people as possible so they would think and God would think in them because He is able to do His purpose so His love is now thinking in them so if your heart is, is open to the influence of the love of God, you'll be thinking the thoughts of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. And then you can just take the lid off and go for it. <laughs> and think, what am I going to do? The love compels us to do something. Where are we going to go? Who are we going to touch? What are we? Nothing is too much. Okay, no, but we must now first, you know, yeah. we can plan and do things and whatever, but I just like to wing it. Whatever, if something comes up in my heart, let's do it. Yeah. But if I feel no, then I don't do it. Yeah. But if I feel the love of Christ moves me there, then I go do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> if the love of Christ moves me to go to a place that I can't, can't afford to go to, then the love of Christ will supply the money f- through someone yeah. who loves God yeah. <laughs> for me to go there. <laughs> yeah. Because the love of Christ is in operation here. And he wants to do something. So he moves someone to do this and he moves someone else to do that. He's able to do his purpose. Yeah. Don't worry how it's going to happen. Wow. Just think. Wouldn't it be great if we could go there? Let your heart be filled and flooded with God himself. Let your heart be overwhelmed by his love. So now you are so full of love, everyone close to you will just be zapped by love when they come to you. So now you're sitting here, sending out like lightnings of love, zapping (laughs) everyone. You see it zapping your whole city. Oh wow, how can we change the city? How can we zap more people? Oh, we need to get more chairs. We need to get a big place. So that they can come and sit and experience this love with us. We will have a big place. How, how would this place be so that the people that come will experience the love of Christ the most? Don't let your dreams of things that you would do being under the influence of the love of God. Don't let it be tainted by reality. Don't let it be tainted by what is now physically possible. Because he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly far over that you dare think or pray. It's all in the context of the love of God. The love of God moves people to do things. So we sit and we think and we go, but we start today somewhere. So we, we are going somewhere, but if you don't get up today, spend time with Jesus, letting your heart be filled with His love, and then thinking, being under the influence of this love, what can I do today? <laughs> How, where can we go to have an outreach to bless people? Yeah. Where can we go to, you know, to bless more people. Man, wouldn't it be nice if we could get a whole school or a couple of schools and just get all the kids in there and talk to them about the love, catch them early. Mm. (laughs) Let their hearts be flooded with the love of God. Practically, things that we can do. If we start thinking of the price that we need to pay, then we start thinking of how this one is in my way, how that one is in my way. And how can't this guy see that we're busy with something here? Love cancels all those things. Love, even if I can use the traffic example again, if someone messes up in traffic, then you just go love them. See how they react if you just love them in traffic. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Just the the experience of this love of God will will get more as you give it away. As you let His love move you. Your heart burning with the love of Christ. Want to experience more? Give away what you have now. Then you go sit and experience more. Then you give away what you experience now. Then you go sit and you experience more. And you give away what you have now. So it's like every day. You just fill your heart with the love. And this love is your fuel. And you just burn the fuel. (laughs) And you go somewhere with it. Imagine you got like a brand new nice car. You know, like a Ferrari F12 or something. And you have an unlimited supply of fuel. So if I had a Ferrari F12 in my garage with a petrol cart with unlimited fuel, you would see me putting on miles on that thing. <laughs> you fill it up and you go as fast as you can. Let's see how fast we can get to Nelspreit. And you go. And you have a hamburger and you come back. You see if you can break your record. 
then what's possible now? Let's see how, we, how fast we can get to Cape Town. <laughs> what can stop you? Nothing. Well, maybe a few traffic cops. <laughs> but if, if they never existed. Just, just understand what I'm saying. So, like, you have this treasure now. Imagine what you can do with it. Imagine. If the love of God is so powerful and so wonderful and so it can totally transform people's lives. It can set people free from drugs. It can set people free from depression. It can set people free from poverty. It can set people free from sickness. It can set people free from any kinds of things. So let's, you know, be kind of curious and see what, what the love of Christ in us can do. What God in us can do. If there is such a rich treasury of His glory, if we are strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit in us, what is possible? So, think of the most impossible thing you can do and then go test it and see if it's it's impossible. Go challenge people's ideas of what is possible and what is impossible. (laughs) Okay, so I just want to say when the love of Christ is influencing our hearts we will start doing things. So it's it's not in trying to get a vision. It's not in laboring towards that vision. It's in having your heart flooded with love. Because then I see differently. Then I think differently. And then I think like Him. And He's able to do far over and above what I then think. Let us imagine being under the influence of the love of Christ. Let us imagine. And then realize what I saw in my imagination is God speaking. Because I was under the influence of love. And then let's go do that. Instead of sitting and waiting for some happening where some angel come with like, you know, a cardies, card, you know, do this. Golden envelope with a challenge. (laughs) Your next challenge is... (laughs) Imagine... Then you can say to the angel, don't worry, I've got a much bigger, better one that I dreamt up myself. (laughs) (laughs) He who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him, for God is love. So, if we are acquainted with God, who's in us, (laughs) how will our lives look? (laughs) The love of Christ will burst forth will move us okay to go somewhere to do things that we never thought then we go back show me your love and then we go out it the love of Christ changes what we do Mm. changes how we look how does love how does love look what does it look like well it looks like someone laying his hands on someone who is sick And they recover. There's nothing stronger than God's love. So if people disagree with that love, they try to stop it, they try to overthrow it, they try to overrule it, they try to take control of this love because you're unruly, you're not under my control. How does that look? Well, Romans 8.32 says, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Verse 9, listen to this. In this, the love of God was made manifest. In that God sent His Son, the only begotten or unique Son, into the world so that we might live through Him. Imagine His thoughts before He came. The love of Christ. The love of God. Moving Him, Himself, to take something so large on his shoulders to do something so impossible to save humanity from sin and death 
I'm going to do it. <laughs> Strengthened with mighty power in the inner man. <laughs> and he just went and did it. Yeah. Word became flesh. Love came and dwelt in a human body. Showed the Father. Did the signs, wonders, and the miracles. By the love, he never said anything when they persecuted him. Because that was, that was his plan. Acts chapter 13 said, they fulfilled, when they fulfilled all the predictions of the prophets by trying to take him out of the way. Yeah. You know, that's Acts chapter 13 puts it like that. He, they tried to get him out of the way and thus fulfilling everything that the prophets wrote about him. Yeah. So he's just like, I'm making a joke, but he really he experienced it. Yeah. He felt the pain. He felt the wrath of God. He was chastised for us. Okay? Yeah. It, was, it wasn't a picnic. Yeah. He was really, he was destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. But the love of Christ was made manifest there. Yeah. He showed how much he loves us. I'll take all of this. I know how this is going to end. Yeah. He was moved by love. Yeah. Taking all of the destruction... Everything, a burden so impossible, he took it by love. Yeah. In this, the love of God was made manifest where we are concerned. Yeah. In that, God sent his Son into the world so that we might live through him. Mm. Now, what a life do we now have through him? If he has now made us alive with his love, what does that look like? Yeah. I think rather glorious. Yes. I think Christ in the flesh moving, doing things that we never thought we could do. Yeah. Okay? That's what he died for, so that we might live through him, so that we might do things. He said, if anyone believes in me, he'll do what I do, and even greater than these. Yeah. Okay? In this is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Mm. Beloved, if God loves us so very much, we ought to also ought to love one another. I, I want to just go on on that. He says, if God loved us so very much, but with other words, His love was made manifest, like if He went to the cross for us, yeah. then we ought to show the power of God amongst each other then we ought to bring the power of the love of God to the world again. Yeah. That's what it basically says. Yeah. Manifest. In this, the love was made manifest. Yeah. So now, His love towards us was made manifest. How about, let's manifest His love towards the world through us. Yeah. How does that look like? Well, praise God, we don't have to now go die on the cross for, for them. Well, Jesus did that. Yes. So how does that look? We go and we take their crutches. Give me that crutch. <laughs> How does that look? We go to places where people need God and we do something. Yeah. We trust God, lay our hands and we pull them up. Yeah. Nothing is impossible. Yes, yes, yes. Nothing is impossible. To the mind that's under the influence of the love of Christ, nothing is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to define believing as being under the influence of God's love. Yeah. Being drunk with His love, that's believing. Yeah. And then being moved. Drink His love constantly. Be under the influence of His love constantly and then let's see what happens. Yeah. Some people are moved with drink. Let's be moved with love. Let's yes. be under the influence of love. Yes. Yes. And be moved and see what happens. Yes. <laughs> see what comes out. Wow. <laughs> You will never get tired yeah. because you are strengthened with mighty power in the inner yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Nothing is too much yeah. because Christ is in you. Yeah. Nothing was too much for Him. Yeah. We can run. We, I'm telling you, we can do things that we never thought we could. There will be a manifestation and a demonstration of God's love in the church that like the world has never seen before. People will be moved by the love of Christ. People will be... People will do...
impossible, crazy, radical, powerful, glorious things. Just because the love of Christ started to touch their hearts. If we don't have the love of Christ, we have nothing. But since we do have the love of Christ, let us embrace Him. Let us embrace this gift of His love. Let us just let your love flow in. I want to feel it and experience it. I want that love to set me on fire and move me to somewhere I've never been before to see if it's possible. I want that love to blow all the fuses in my brain. I want that love to let my understanding burn up and explode until only visions of God's love remains. And that should be our only reference. What should we do today? Let's save Africa. <laughs> let's do something. Yeah. Let's, mm, let's build a 60,000 seater church tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Because we need a place for people to come and sit to experience. Yes. If we're going to have revival, if this love that is reviving our hearts here yeah. is to touch this world, they need somewhere to sit. But they don't know, so let's go out and give it to them where they are now. Let's just never stand still. What I'm trying to say is love moves. Just think of how much God loves that guy that that you haven't reached. God wants to pour his bliss into that person's heart for the sake of him experiencing the joy of the love of Christ. Think of the marketing of beer companies and cigarette companies they have this great marketing they sell something that they say gives you joy and gives you a nice lifestyle or whatever they believe in their product and everybody knows about it so we have something greater we have the love of Christ that even gives life it doesn't destroy the lives of people it doesn't give people cancer it doesn't take all their money away from me. <laughs> all right? We don't have a product that kills people. We have the love of God wow. that raises the dead. Exactly. Let's go give it to the world. If they can reach the world with beer, yes. <laughs> what is possible with the love of God? Yeah. It's time for the church to unleash what is within us. We have something to give. If we give it, we will have more. He has given us the spirit of sonship in the bliss of which we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit, experiencing the spirit, knowing the spirit, is bliss. It is the most complete experience you will ever have. It is the most satisfying experience you will ever have. No drug can come close. Nothing you can ever do can come close to being filled with the love of God. Wow. Nothing. So let's, we, we can shortcut all those things. You don't have to seek anything in any avenue of life. Yeah. The love of God is it. Yeah. It's, it's much stronger than anything that, that you can experience. Yeah. In John chapter 16, Jesus said, Ask whatever you will so that your joy may be full. God loves you. He wants you to experience the joy. He wants you to experience everything. He paid a price so that we can live. There's there's something in this life that He's given, a fullness of treasures that we don't have, that we don't think we can have, that we don't pursue, that we don't go like, it's like a mine, you go and you mine it, you take it out, and you give it. It's like Kirby... The learner from, from Sri Lanka says, you're a manifesting machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God is invisible. Yeah. And it's wonderful that yeah. God is invisible. So experience the invisible God. Wow. Just experience the joy of His love. Just experience Him and His love. And let that love move you. 
Because if you are under the influence of the invisible God, what He has in mind for you will just come. It will just... Instead of us sitting, asking Him to do things for us, let us let Him influence our hearts and see how it ignites a passion in us to just go do stuff. Whatever you want to do, you're free to go and do it. If your heart is under the influence of love, do do, do whatever. I need to make a choice. Help me make a choice. I don't know what choice to take. No, forget the choice. Put it there. Get your heart under the influence of the love of God and then just make a choice. That choice will be perfect. It's better that your decisions is made under the influence of Christ, under the influence of the Spirit, under the influence of the love of God, than your decisions being the right one and we are now religiously trusting God, sitting down, asking Him, what now? Trust God for an answer, ask Him. But this is how it's going to work. He influences your heart and your mind. And then you just have a thought and you do it and it will be Christ. He really just wants to bless us. The key, I'm teaching keys, but only one. (laughs) The key to having what we say we have in Christ, to showing forth God, to seeing answers to prayers, to showing Christ to the world, To do the impossible, to live in the supernatural, is simply this relationship. Love. Let Him flood your heart with His love. Your only aim is to know Him and to let Him love you and to love Him. That's it. Your only aim is to know Him. To be saturated with His love. Welcome His love. Create opportunities where you can experience and receive His love. And then speak to Him as if you love Him because you do. And then that love in you, that experience of the love of Christ in you, will grow so strong that people will see Christ in you. And everything you do will be loving. It will be powerful. Strengthened with mighty power in the inner man. Those who do not love ha- does not know God. So we need to know God. Yeah. And then we will live a life where everything we do is fueled by love. And we go and change the world. Simple. But this is it. And that love will move you. That love will move mountains. That love will move people around you. When you, you just wink your eyes and there's a whole crowd of people supporting your cause. Doing what helping you do what you do, drawing from this love and this energy that is coming out. And then they start to experience and this whole thing just grows. This is revival, the love of Christ. Let's get away from the selfish thing of me sitting there and trying to love or me sitting there and trying to fix my relationship with Jesus or me sitting... It's all about Him. Let Him love you. This now says the, the manifestation of His love is the cross. So receive that message of the cross. Manifest it. Think. Draw pictures. Let you, let's see. Watch a movie of the cross. Imagine. Meditate on the cross. See Him dying for you. See Him taking the, the, the things that, that should have become our pains and our wrath and our destruction. See him taking all that upon himself. Yeah. See him showing his love towards you. Realizing this is how much he loves me. This yeah. is him personally loving me. Receive that love. And then your heart is filled with love. I feel like this now. What shall I do? It's like a fire shut up in your bones. Yeah. You cannot keep quiet. You cannot stop. If I just think 10 years ago, I worked at a law firm, a very good law firm with very nice people. They were good. I think it was probably one of the best law firms in the city. The people were really nice. They were all good people. It's not like stories that I hear of what's going on in law firms. Nothing. It was really nice people. Good people, 
really nice. But I sat there and I thought, this weekend I, I was in the glory. And now I'm here drawing up some kind of a section 15 notice. <laughs> I'm wasting my time. I wanted to get out of there and run into the streets. From the, uh, from SARS with the, the receiver of revenue, from their offices to the deeds office, I would walk and I would see someone sitting there begging for money and I would just first sort out his pains and walk on. Yeah. See someone with a crutch, take away his crutch. See someone sitting, walking blind, pray for the person first. I didn't care whether they saw or not. I didn't care where, whether someone saw me. But I wanted to walk in this. Yeah. When people were, I remember in the deeds office, this one day, I stood there. There was this, uh, this long, it, it's now in a different building, but in the old build, building, there was this long wooden table thing with a lot of forms. Then you have to fill in a form for a specific, with a specific number to track where you know, then you stand in the queue and you get in front, you give it to the lady at the computer and she tracks where is this deed in the whole process now. And usually you have like a stack of them and you stand in the queue for a long time, you stay filling these forms and all my forms are filled in, long queue, long queue, like 20 people. So you, you know I'm going to be here for a while now. I was in this queue. People in front of me, it's like this table here, people in front of me, people to the back of me, this table so we can work on it in the meantime. This one would moan about the traffic, that one would moan about the potholes, that one would moan about this is so slow and the computer ladies are useless and this moan, 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 the whole queue, 20 people moaning. And I was lost in the glory of God. And something just clicked and it's like I just saw scriptures and I just took one of those forms and I just wrote scriptures on the back of those things and I just saw revelations out of the word and I was just when I got to the front I was like oh, I really have to go do this now <laughs> we can live a supernatural life sometimes we are more passionate to do it when something holds us back, like a job, then when we have the freedom to just do it all the time. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I was more passionate then to just find anyone in the street and get them healed. Than I am now, six years at my own ministry, I was a few years at, at a ministry in Portugal with Marnes. Seen wonderful things, done, done many things, but I just think we can just, you know, instead of just going steady, how about we just let the afterburners go on? It's like you're an atomic bomb. The energy inside you. You're a bomb that can blow up stuff. So go blow up stuff. <laughs> Go blow up death, go blow up sickness, go yeah. blow up blindness. The love of Christ is not just a warm fuzzy feeling and then we go home. The love of Christ <laughs> is God himself at work in his body on the earth, saving people. Saving them. Saving people. The love of Christ does not discriminate on race, age, the love of Christ doesn't discriminate on how much money you have, how good your clothes are. He just loves everyone. He just wants anyone to experience. He wants anyone to have that burning fire in them that will change them. So how about we just go seek the most unlikely candidates, the impossible candidates, <laughs> we give it to them. Fire! <laughs> Just let the Spirit lead you in hell. <laughs> they, I just heard this testimony from George and Bonhoff. 
this guy from Bulgaria who's, who's got this ministry in America. <sighs> what an awesome guy. He's so full of love. He got saved by food. He would come from a communist communist country, he doesn't know anything about God, the government told him God doesn't exist. So he came to America and there was these people and he said their faces looked like they were glazed over. <laughs> it's funny, but he liked their food. They, had, they kept on giving him food, so he came back for the food. And then they started, you know, ministering to him and he got saved. Okay. And then he was there and he was, he was curious and he wanted to know more. And they told him about the Holy Spirit and said, I want the Holy Spirit, I want him now. <laughs> and then they would do all the stuff, but he wouldn't get it. To a point where he said, but don't speak to me about this Holy Spirit. If you speak to me about the Holy Spirit again, I'll punch you because I don't experience him now. Yeah. So I don't know what happened, but he, someone, they had a call out for people who wanted to receive the Spirit. They took him to some room. And he said, suddenly, he had this vision in this little room on the side. And he, he saw God, and he saw heaven, and he saw angels. And they were all ecstatic in joy. And they, like, wriggled and <laughs> danced and freaked out completely all the time, completely overcome with joy, the angels. And he said, and suddenly, he just saw this big fireball coming from God <laughs> and it hit him and he just screamed Aah! and he was on fire he ran out the building and he jumped in a puddle because he was on fire <laughs> to the point where he screamed he said stop 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 and it was gone he said he will never ask God to stop again there's more. They, they go all over the world, his ministry. They go to the rubbish dumps. They go there and they minister to the people who live in the rubbish dumps. They clean them. They give them not only food, they pack out the tables in this feast and they bring out the musical instruments and the violins and they have a party. And they give them the best. A love feast, they call it. They go, go all over the world. They have a big effort there in Nicaragua. They have uh, uh, orphanages there and also in Bulgaria and, in, and then here in, in Mozambique next door. But they go all over the world ministering. Any person they find, his wife is even crazier than he is. Always drunk on some scripture. She would just take one scripture out of 15 translations and just drink the scripture. And then she would just, she would just, like, um, she, when they came to Spirit Word, she, she stayed there with, with uh, Laura and them. And she said to, to Laura, I found your wine cellar. And she was just on a scripture. And she freaked out. She, she, she's too much for a lot of people. But she would just take a scripture in like 15 or 20 translations and just read the scripture in different translations. And let that scripture sink in and do something. And then she would just go out and... Dirty, poor people with dirty clothes, full of lies, they just go and hug them and kiss them. Their lives are transformed. Went to the gypsies in Bulgaria, loving the people. The crime rate in that area dropped to zero. For, I think, what did that video say? Say it's like 16 years or something. I don't know how many years, but a long time. They've had 24-hour worship going in that one place. It's like these areas, that's this social, socio-economic problem. And, you know, governments have policies of how are we going to do this and that. And Georgian just goes in with his violin and a, and a lot of food. Just goes and loves the people. And it transformed a whole gypsy community. So... 
I was so blessed by these these films by Darren Wilson, The Finger of God and Furious Love and Father of Lights and so on. He's, he's bringing out a new film now. Um, what's it called? Sons. And another one, The Holy Ghost. It's it's coming out now. Yeah. So um, this one of Sons, they, they they have a lot of footage there from Spirit Word and what happened there. And now on on this film, they they. That Winnie, it's now Georgian's wife. And she spoke there and she just said, speaking of the gypsies, because you know, the gypsies, I don't know, some of you may not know, but they are not a loved demographic. Okay? Because they kind of tend to move around and then they camp outside a certain town and crime rate goes up and things. Then she just said, who of us isn't a scoundrel? Who of us aren't thieves and robbers? Yeah. Who of us aren't murderers? Yeah. Jesus loves them. Yeah. <laughs> what an inspiration. People that were compelled by love. And what I love about their ministry is it is unlike anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same as anyone else. Heidi yeah. <laughs> Baker is not the same as anyone else. It's the fruit of love received in someone's heart. So I think the greatest thing we can do in our lives, if we want to see the supernatural, if we want to see the signs and the wonders and supernatural manifestations and angels and things, there's one thing we can do. That is receive the love of God and give the love of God. So simple. Be moved by it. Be under constant influence of His love and be moved. There's nothing more. What more do we want? There's nothing more than the love of God. <laughs> the love is everything. And in the love is much more than we can ever think and imagine. But this is it. Don't, don't wait for another revelation. Don't wait for something else. This is it. The love is it. <laughs> Himself dwelling in you, moving you, doing crazy things, whatever you can think up in your mind. That's it. He gives us the freedom of expression of the love that He places in our heart, that burns in our hearts. He is able to do His purpose in us. Exceedingly and abundantly far over what we think or pray. It's still His purpose, but however we choose to, to live it out, being under the influence of the Spirit and, and the influence of His love, do whatever you want to do. Express the love. Go.